Welcome back to episode 18 of Money Equals M Squared, brought to you by Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management. My name is Mike Torello, and I'm here with my co-host, Mike Lucas, as we talk about when you should change your investments. So what we're going to go over today is different types of changes that you should make to your investment and when those occur. So we're going to talk about when your goals change, um, changing in your time horizon, some market changes, if you change up a strategy, as well as you know when people are a little fearful of the market or get a little greedy and kind of want to make a little bit more money. So Mike, why don't you talk a little bit about you know some of the questions that people ask us about why they should change their investments and how we kind of go through that. Yeah, this is one of the most common questions we get a lot of times, Mike, being in this industry. Um, you know, and, and there's no rhyme or reason, but one of the, one of the main things you want to make sure is people aren't making these changes, you know, based on the market going down. Cause a lot of time in this scenario, you, you know, it's, it's probably one of the worst times to sell. So based on that, you know, we want to use a structured sound approach with a lot of those five things that we talked about earlier. And those are the main reasons why we would make changes in an investment account there. So the, um, you, you know, based on that, Mike, let's talk the, with, about the first thing, about goals. Now, now, clearly, you have long-term savings with investments, you have some short-term savings with investments, uh, and then you might have uh, intermediate-term investment uh, goals there. Now, let's say we're talking about some of those long-term uh, investment goals. Let's talk about you know, college, all right? A goal for college, for savings for kids is going to change as you get closer and closer. Okay, so one of the one of those changes might be you know we're we're going to switch and, and make this money for secondary college or or or, or you know a master's degree. All right, so those are some specific changes of some of the goals where we might make an adjustment. Okay, other things are you know for instance retirement planning. Okay, retirement planning, there's a broad topic that's, it, that's involved inside there. So let's talk a, a little bit about, let's say we're gonna retire early or work later. Those are some things where you might make some structural changes to your investment accounts. But what are some other things you could think about with different goals that change? Yeah, so I mean, the biggest thing with most of the planning that we're gonna do is like you said, is the investments are tied to a specific goal. And most of those goals have a, a date where they're going to be used. So when someone changes the goal, sometimes that has to change for the investment. Um, the biggest change in the goal has to do with some of the retirement assets. So, you know, when you're working, you're accumulating as much money as you possibly can. We're going to help you create that distribution strategy, which is going to be a big change. You know, when you go from accumulation of your money into distribution of your money, some of that money, the investments on them are going to change at that point. But then one of the other big changes is when we realize that you're going to have a pot of money that you're never going to use. Because now that money goes from income money for your own retirement to money that you're going to pass along to your family as an inheritance, which completely changes who the money's being used for, when it's going to be used in the future, and how long we want it to last. All right, so let's, let's walk through one of those changes. All right, let's say someone is... You know, currently planning on retiring at 65, and now they want to retire at, let's just say, 63. What specifically 
you you think that you, you might make a change on in that investment? Yeah. So so we've t- we've talked about this in earlier episodes when um when we're helping people with retirement planning specifically, we use what's called a bucketed approach. So in that bucket approach, we want to have the money in your first five years essentially in cash. The next five to ten years is going to be extremely conservative, and then we're going to invest a little bit more aggressively for later on. By taking two years off of the plan, we now have to change what buckets money is in. So that's how we would adjust because we would now need more money in the cash position because we're going to start using it two years earlier, more money in the conservative or fixed position because we're going to use it two years earlier, which then takes less out of the longer term bucket. The biggest thing there is when we're given the information for the change. If someone says to us when they're 40, I'd like to change my retirement plan from 65 to 63, we may not make a change right there, but we're going to adjust the allocation as they get closer to retirement. But if someone tells us at 60 that now they want to retire at 63 instead of 65, we're now inside of that five-year plan where we have to make some of those adjustments right away. And I think you bring up a really good point there, Mike, and it's probably going to be spread amongst all these five things that we'll cover today is the importance of communication with the advisor and the client and the client with the advisor. Because a lot of times, you know, we, we write down a lot of notes, we, we take notes in a lot of our systems, um, but if we don't know if some of these topics change or you want to retire earlier, I mean, there's different scenarios we paint on, in meetings and from time to time, but you have to let your advisor know immediately, even if you're thinking about making some of these changes, so we can walk through that process and make sure that the, that allocation is allocated properly. Right. I mean, I think one of the biggest things that, that we get a lot is when we're reviewing, having these review appointments with our clients, you know, sometimes it's multiple times a year. Our clients will say to us, well, the market's doing okay. I don't need to make any changes. But the reason we want to do these reviews is because what if your life is changing, right? What if you're going to retire earlier or later, or you decide that you want to move and you're going to need more cash or less cash each month? These are things we don't want to find out exactly when they're happening. The the communication part is what's really going to help us so that way we can tell you, should we make changes or not? Yeah, and he brought up another good point. Let's say the market's at an all-time high. The market's doing great. That is probably the best time to make changes because you're not doing it based on emotions, okay? And, and that's a big thing when we're making changes with these accounts. We want to make sure they're structured properly. We want to make the changes at the right times, all right? When the market's down 20 or 30%, it's probably not a good time to sell something. We've always been taught growing up, you want to you, you want to buy low and sell high. Well, if we're going to be doing some selling or some reallocating in any of these type of accounts, we want to do it at the best time possible. So, you know, a lot of times it's important to make some of these changes when the market's at their all-time highs. Absolutely. And that and that all fits into our strategy, which is all based on your goals and everything like that. Why it's important. We're not saying, hey, let's just invest your money. Everything's invested for those goals. And some of those have a, like you said, some of them are going to have a fixed cost that we need to accomplish. You know, if you want to have $100,000 for your child to go to college and you reach $100,000 at, say, the child's only 15 years old, there's no reason to be as aggressive as you were because now we've accomplished the goal. Yeah, let's keep growing the money because college is going to continue to get more expensive, but we're looking and everything is really based on what the goal is and the goals can always change too. Absolutely. 
So let, let's switch gears a little bit here. Let's talk a, a little bit about the time horizon. You know, we, we've talked about that a little bit. You know, if, if the time horizon changes where we're retiring a couple of years earlier or later. Um, yeah, so, so time horizon is definitely one of the biggest things where we're immediately going to make a change to the, to the plan. Um, whether that time horizon is getting significantly longer or shorter, this is something that's definitely going to affect how your money is invested. So, for example, if you tell us that your plan is to retire at 65 and all of a sudden at 55 you're a business owner, someone comes in and buys your business and you say, I'm done working. That's extremely going to affect your plan because we had factored in 10 more years of saving, 10 more years of dollar cost averaging into the plan. And now all of a sudden it's an income plan. So from there, we're going to make some changes to that plan because we now need to figure out how much money you need coming in because not only have you shortened it, you've changed it. Now you're no longer working. Which is okay. But before we make some of those major changes, we want to plan for it. So again, getting back to the communication side of things, you got to let us know if you're thinking this, you got to buy out and include us in all these major decisions you know, even if it's a great time to sell, you know, that, that's fine. Just include us in there so we can give you some guidance on you know, how to make some of these changes in your portfolio to, to help improve that return long term. Right. We would prefer a bunch of five minute phone calls throughout the year to tell us you know, what you're thinking and changing in your life as opposed to one one hour phone call and we've turned everything on its head and how can you fix this? <laughs> Makes sense. So Mike, what's something else, you know, I mentioned, you know, you know, moving kind of that time horizon up a little earlier, what's something else maybe a little bit later that we see a lot that really changes people's investments that they'll push off a little bit? Yeah, I mean, there, there's there certain things that come into play, you know, let's say, you know, you, you want to work longer, you know, some, some, some people, you know, nowadays clients are living longer, you know, you, you enjoy, some people are enjoying work, they want to stay involved, they want to stay active as long as possible. It may not be retire and never work again. It may be retire and, you know, work part time or, you know, just not go into the office as much, work from home a couple of days a week. So, you know, that also changes that plan. You know, we, we have, you know, that's more income coming in. We're able to defer some of these kind some of these distributions. So that will allow us, you know, to, to be potentially a little bit more aggressive or now that you're saving more money in those accounts, potentially, you know, we can stretch that money along a little bit longer. Awesome. So let's just take a break here. We'll head into our community spotlight and when we come back, We'll focus in on how changing of your strategy and changes in the market will really affect when you should change up your investments. Welcome to this week's Community Spotlight, the segment of our show where we focus in on the small businesses in our local community. This week, we're focusing in on TrainRx Performance Programming and today's guest, Rick Gorl. At TrainRx Performance Programming, they focus on the most effective training strategies to help guide you towards real results. From exercise selection, total volume, to overall intensity, it's all here for you on easy-to-follow programming. With eight different programs to choose from, the TrainRx Performance Programming Platform is one of the largest online training platforms out there. No matter your age, gender, goals, or level of experience, the TrainRx Performance Programming Platform has what you need to get the results that you want. Again, that's TrainRx Performance Platform and today's guest, Rick Gorl. You can get in touch with Rick online at trainrxfit.com or by emailing him at info at trainrxfit.com.
All right, welcome back to episode 18 of Money Equals N Squared. We're talking today about when you should change up some of your investments. And I think changes in the market is the one where most people will come to us and say, should I make a change? But most of the time they're coming to us because they're seeing ups and downs on a short-term basis. They're looking at just an index or something like that. So Mike, what are some of the actual changes in the marketplace where we're gonna look to say, hey, we should make an adjustment to your portfolio? Yeah, I mean, this is a good topic here, Mike. Um, communication's always key. Um, you know, market conditions should dictate some of the area where we do make changes. But like you said before, a lot of times it's when the market's down. All right, and that's probably in, in most cases not the best time to make some changes, but it teaches us a, a lot about emotions and the amount of risk that you potentially should take because each market upturn and downturn kind of they, they 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 grind us into the type of investor uh, we are, you know, whether that's more aggressive or you know, maybe it's less aggressive, they've gone through a bad experience. So the, the changing of market conditions are important. And I think like we talked about before, I think the best time to make changes in a portfolio is usually when the market's at its all time high. So changes in, in the market will impact how we feel, the type of a level of aggressiveness or conservativeness that we have there. But a lot of that structure in making changes will normally do in a positive or a good market. Yeah, and you know, like you said, the changes in the market are going to really tell us a lot about who somebody is as an investor. But you know, we can use as many risk questionnaires and software and AI and everything that we use to figure out who are you exactly as an investor. But until your, you know, your foot gets put to the fire and it says like, okay, your account is down 20% or your account's up 20%, how do you feel right now? That's really going to tell us and that could completely change who, how we have you as a, you know, a risk allocation and then it's time to make an adjustment to the plan. Yeah, because ultimately we want to try to get our clients the highest rate of return with, with taking the least amount of risk you know, that we possibly can. We don't ever want to put our clients in a situation, you know, where the volatility is really keeping them up at night. That's one of the big things that we always say, oh, all of this volatility is keeping me up at night. Well, we don't want that to happen. We want to make sure that we can try to get you the most amount of risk, you know, by making sure we're managing a lot of that risk and getting it into something that's comfortable for each person. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, one in our plans that we run for people, one of the last questions, you know, when we're figuring out the portfolio, it says, if you lost this amount of money, how would you feel? And, and you know, one of the answers is I, you know, I'd stay up at night. I'd, I wouldn't be able to sleep over it. And the reason it's phrased that way is because if we made you too much money, you're probably not going to be upset, even if you took on too much risk to get there. But what we want to do is make sure we're taking on the proper amount of risk. So that way, because we don't know if it's going to go up or down tomorrow and we have to be allocated properly for both those situations. Yeah, and the biggest thing in this area is communication. You know, let us know how you're feeling, good, bad, and different. Any of this feedback will help us make sure that your accounts are in proper allocations. Yeah, so some of the other things, you know, with market changes, you know, we're constantly working with um, different strategists and different people that are gonna help us with our investments to help us help you choose what the right investment's gonna be, and they're gonna tell us what they're seeing. 
different economists from different firms are going to be able to provide us their insight on things like interest rate changes, um, you know, uh, their projections on it for recessions coming, different changes in the political environment. And that's going to be able to help us determine what should we do with some of these investments. Let's talk a little bit about just interest rates and how that affects investments, because that's something that's really popular right now. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, interest rates right now are at their highest they've been in a long, long time. It's impacted a lot of people, whether you're buying or selling a house, whether you're trying to get a mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, it impacts everyone at every different area. Um, you know, right now, you know, in terms of portfolios, we try to look to take advantage of, of wherever we can in that type of scenario. Um, on an, for most of our clients, you know, we, we have actively managed accounts. So we, we work hand in hand. We, we look at them on a quarterly basis. We look at where we can make some adjustments, tactical, and get a little bit better rate of return um, in, in that scenario without increasing or decreasing that risk. So we try to keep that risk class the same and try to use a tactical strategy to see where there potentially could be opportunities, whether it is interest rates or you know, anything that's out there. Right. And, you know, again, this is following, you know, our major theme that we're talking about is it all comes down to communication between our clients and us. Because we want to say, hey, this is what we're seeing and this is why we think we sh you should make a change. For the same token, if you have a question about something, cha major change in the marketplace, please call us and ask. What we don't want is for you to just sit back and let it happen and you know, assume that the changes don't affect you. If, if you think it affects you, reach out to us and ask. If we think it affects you, we're going to reach out to you and ask you how you feel, and we might want to make a change as well. Yeah, and in, in, in a lot of cases in those actively managed accounts, you know, one of the things we don't want to, to happen, I know everyone's busy, we don't want to see an opportunity potentially in the market and not be able to, to act on that. So that's why it's important for us. You know, we have actively managed accounts you know, that we deal with on a regular basis so we can jump in and take advantage of that market adjustment. Yeah, so the, the last thing we really wanna talk about today is um, how people operate with, with fear and with greed. And we've, we've talked about it a little bit, we've touched on it, but I think it's, it's one of the most important things because we know that when, when the market goes down, especially people that, you know, they have their, their life savings invested with us, you know, it's their retirement savings, the money for their kids' college, these important things in their lives, they get fearful and they usually don't say, let's make it more conservative. They usually say, let's pull it out of the market completely. <laughs> and Mike, why don't you talk a little bit why that's just completely the wrong approach, you know, just from a, a mathematical standpoint and how it'll affect you. Well, it's one of the most important things that we deal with on a regular basis, Michael, is helping them with their emotions. You know, it's helping our clients manage some of those emotions because a lot of times when the market's going down, you, it really looks like there's no end in sight. You know, but ultimately, if you look back statistically over the last 80 years or so, yeah, there's been some really ugly times. And a lot of times, if you're looking at it, you don't see the end ever coming. But it does. A lot of times, these markets bounce back. Statistically, you know, if, if you look at down years and then you, you follow them by positive years, most of the time, if you have a down year, the following year is going to be a positive. And not just a normal positive, it's probably a double digit return there. So, you know, for, for a lot of what we do is a lot of hand holding during those down times. 
Um, you know, and, and more importantly, it's, it's trying to get that read that clients potentially have to try to squeeze out an extra two, three or 4%. Even more so when clients are on pace or more than on pace for retirement, there really is not a need to take that extra aggressiveness you're, so a lot of times you can get a, you know, a solid rate of return in a fixed environment or, or you know, even CD-like investments you know, and still earn, amount of, earn some money on your account, but you're still at that point in time where you're getting to that goal. Right, because the biggest thing that we try to avoid is, we, like you said, we don't want the client getting greedy with their growth and then falling outside of their risk class because then when the market comes, goes down, they're going to be fear, fearful. And if the, the order that those things come in don't work out for them, they're going to end up making less money than if we just took on less risk over the long term because they're acting emotionally. You know, just some, some data like we like to just share with people. You mentioned, you know, some of the, the best years follow some of the worst years. You know, if you look back historically at the performance of, you know, the S&P 500 and you look at, say, 2009 after the downturn in 2008, 2009 was extremely positive. And more recently, if you take a look at how much the stock market lost in March of 2020, and then how much it was positive April through the end of the year, it really shows that some of those good times follow the bad times. And that's why it's important to not act out of fear and to really keep your strategy and to make more decisions based on you know, your, your strategy and your time horizon and some of what your goals are. Absolutely. Awesome. So I, um, I think that's a, a good point. Let's wrap up here for today. Uh, wraps up episode 18 of Money Equals M Squared. Make sure you check us out online at LLTWM.com or on Instagram at Team LLT. Thanks. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, or attorney for details related to your specific risks, goals, and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management operates under Satera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management. You should always obtain a prospectus when available prior to investing to know your risk, costs, and fees associated with the investment. The advice and strategies presented today are general in nature and should not be used in your planning until you consult with your attorney and CPA on your specific situation. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Asset allocation is an investment strategy that will not guarantee a profit or protect you from loss. Satera Investors is a marketing name of Satera Investment Services, securities and insurance offered through Satera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Satera Investment Advisors, LLC. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity, 127 Washington Avenue, second floor west, North Haven, Connecticut, 06473, phone number 203-239-4545. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fees based on assets or registered representatives who offer brokerage services and receive transaction-based compensation or both an investment advisor representative or registered representative who can offer both types of services.